Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry, exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. In this interview, I speak with Scott Kuru, CEO and founder of Freedom Property Investors, a company which provides real estate consulting and mentorship. We discuss Scott's journey towards financial freedom, why he advocates holding property over developing property, and what drives Scott's work in real estate. Just some forewarning, the recording quality is not great. Um, I had some technical issues, so my apologies. Specifically, what are you an expert in? Who do you help day to day? And how do you do it? It's a good question. Like, I mean, I'm look, look, I'm a dad, I'm a father. By age 25, I had four kids. I've raised a family. Um, you know, I grew up in a housing commission area. I, I, you know, I've worked for many different companies, many different mentors. And then I just had a couple of things on my mind, right? I want some, mm-hmm. I want love in my life. I want family in my life. Um, if I could try and work out, like, how the hell did I end up on this planet? Where am I going? That would be great. And, like, I want to live a good life. I want to have a great yeah. life. And I want to have something to be proud of. I want to build something to be proud of. I want to help other people. I want my kids to look up to me. I want to earn good money. I want to be a good provider. And I just think that's what everyone wants. I don't, I don't think it's any different from anyone else. And so... Like I just went out there trying to figure that out. Like the, on the money side, I'm like, mm-hmm. early on, I thought, okay, work hard and have a great career and study and do yeah. my MBA and get good mentors. And I did all of that and I earned good money and I went up through the corporate ranks. And then, then you get up to that, up, you know, that kind of middle management or upper management. And then you work out, wow, like I'm earning probably double or triple what I ever thought I would earn. Mm-hmm. But I can still only save 15 grand a year. And then when I do 15 grand a year times whatever amount of years until I'm like, I'll never, re- I'll, I'm not going to retire early. Mm-hmm. And, and like, how am I going to do it? So then I went out, I started doing all the seminars and the courses I paid. I paid over a hundred grand and all these different courses, anything that's out there, share trading, forex trading, starting a bit, all this stuff. Over what period of time? Over about seven. Well, if I, well, well, well from the age of 22, like, Okay. So like at 22, I had two little kids and I'm picking up books like um, Robert Kiyosaki. I'm picking mm-hmm. up books on money. I'm like, I want to take care of my family. So, you know, but when I actually started spending big money on courses was probably like at age 33, 34, 35, mm-hmm. uh, I started becoming more frustrated and I started thinking like I'm willing, like, I think I'm going to get ripped off if I pay five grand for this course. Like this, it could be a lot of BS. My friends are telling me it's BS. I paid the money and I did it. I got value. And then I kind of got hooked on that whole, I'm sure you've got a lot of viewers that have been hooked on this whole, you do one seminar and then you become a seminar junkie. You become yeah. a course junkie. And like, that was me. <laughs> but then, then, then you get all this information, you got all these options. Then you start thinking, all right, what is real? And then my mind um, just went to this real simple process. I just kind of went, all right, I'm here. I want to get there. Mm-hmm. I just want proof of how to get from here to there in the fastest way, the easiest possible way, and the most proven way. 
So I just went out and looked for proof. I kept looking for proof and it was really hard to find. And, but everything for me came back to property because property was the only way I could leverage. And no matter how I did the math, no matter how much money mm-hmm. I made on business shares or anything like that, nothing multiplied my money the way property did. So um, it came back to property for me. And then I had to work out the truth of property because there are so many people spinning this and spinning this and spinning that. And there's elements of truth in all of it. So I mm-hmm. analyzed that really, really carefully. And I came back to this one thing. I thought, I want something that's 100% certain. I don't want anything 50-50. Mm-hmm. I've got my four kids. At this time, I'm a single dad. My four kids are living with me. And I was not prepared to take risks. And I didn't want to waste time. So I wanted to find something that I knew I had mountains of proof would work. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it, it just, it, it, it seemed so boring and it almost offended me. So like, I'm thinking, Hey, I want to do something great, but this is so boring. It's like buy some good quality property in good areas, get the, get the cash flow making sense, get the tax mm-hmm. deductions in, and hold it and then refinance it and then get another one and then get another one. And I thought, well, that seems pretty boring. But so I started out doing that and like, that's how I, that's how I like came came to love property. I made money on my first few deals. And then when I did the projections, I thought, look, I'm going to be totally free in about 12 to 13 years. I thought I'm going to be totally free 12 to 13 years. And I thought, deal. Like if I just keep doing this and I'm totally free in 12 to 13 years, deal, I'm in. And then I thought if I do good in my career or maybe if I start a business, that would be an added bonus. But 12 to 13 years, totally free. You know, that'll be 20 years before like a normal retirement date. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm signing up. So that's what I started might be later now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, so I got involved. I got involved in that. And then as I got involved in it, I become so, so totally obsessed about what I was doing and call me boring or whatever. But like, I just, I just became so obsessed with, with property and meeting people and, doing all the courses and um, I then met who's now like, like, you know, we've got, we've got a community together we run, but yeah. I met Liana who's a data scientist and an actuary. And I thought, I thought I was obsessed until I met her <laughs> and she's a data scientist and you know, I've got a corporate background. So we both understand spreadsheets, numbers, data. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we got along really, really well. When I met her, she had 20 properties. So I'm like, this chick's like powerful. She's a powerful, powerful little pocket rocket five foot three, five foot four of power, a lot of brain power and a lot of results. And when we compared notes, I could see she was doing like what I was doing, mm-hmm. but more powerfully. And she had a much more powerful mindset, a more, a more aggressive mindset. And I'm like, wow, I've been playing such a small game. So like my next few properties I did with Liana, like we, just me and her and not a business, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of friends and family just start, asking us a lot of questions and we were really getting a lot of results back in 2013, 14, 15. If you can think back that long, um, <laughs> I can <laughs> like, like property was great. Everyone, yeah. if you said the word property, like everyone was talking property, the Sydney market was booming. Melbourne was mm-hmm. right behind it and it was a nut fest. Right. And, um, so at that time, you know, people were just begging us for help because we had properties and, that's, I mean, that's how we started our community thing. But, um, I th- you know, basically that's my philosophy today. I think like most people are very time poor. Um, 
they don't want to start a business. They don't want to take big risks. They mm -hmm. don't want to give up the private school. They don't want to uh, give up upgrading the car or doing the reno renovation to the house or adding, adding the patio. They don't want to give up those things. Mm -hmm. So they don't want to sacrifice like so much that it becomes crazy. And they don't want to have to work 20 hours outside of their job doing development or writing mm -hmm. a side gig. They just want to effectively use the money better that they've got now. And if, if you look at every single option, if you run the math on just getting high quality property in a good area with positive cash flow with a tax deduction, mm -hmm. that's going to get at least the average growth rate. And if you do that and hold the properties for at least 10 years, you'll get free. Now that may not excite anyone that's listening to this thinking, I want freedom next week. I want freedom tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I've never found anything that can do that. Anything that I've seen, even if it's development, because a lot of people, their first five, six years in development, you ask the guys doing it, they make no money. They may make money on the deals, but then that money on that deal goes to the next deal, then the next deal, then the next deal. So they're constantly, like I know people that are making six figures on property development, but got to ask their mom and dad for some money because that money is getting recycled into the next deal. So yeah. Um, and the stress that comes with it, like some, not everyone, only 5% of people are built for that and want to live that yeah. way. And, and I find 95% of people just want something that they can plant some wonderful, get a beautiful, wonderful garden, plant it, water it once a day, not stress about it. It doesn't bother them. There's not, not, not a lot, no, no yeah. risk there at all. And 10 years later, they go in, they harvest. So... Mm -hmm. That's my philosophy. Now, now for the 5% that want to be more aggressive, great, be more aggressive. But 95% of people, they don't, they don't want the risks, the headaches all the or at time. Least they might think they want it. They think they want it until, you know, like a lot of people go, I want a six pack. Okay, well, um, do 300 sit-ups and push-ups a day, walk for an hour a day and give up every damn food that you love and drink water, eat broccoli, and eat chicken. And then you'll find out how many people really want that six pack. Not many, very few. <laughs> it's so, <pretty> funny. <laughs> so, it is very so, simple. It's a very simple formula, isn't it? <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, yeah, very simple. But you know, like, like massive extraordinary results take mm -hmm. massive extraordinary risk, time, commitment, sacrifice. Yeah. But just building a passive income of 100 grand, 200 grand a year in 10 years, 15 years, pretty much anyone can do that. Yeah, no, that's so, great. So when you're talking about, um, you know, building up this property portfolio, do you obviously, um, I'd assume, is that part of you? Do you have a service that you help people or is that part of your community that you help people identify um, appropriate properties? Because I assume it's not just a case of go get a property, that one's going to be right. Um, or go get a property? Do you renovate the properties? Like, is there sort of a, a system to this? Yeah. So like what, what, I mean, what Liana and I have done, we've built, we've built a really laser focused specific um, strategy to get mm -hmm. that outcome people, which is like um, become completely debt free. So wipe away all your mortgage mm -hmm. debt and get a passive income in like if you're earning above average and if you've got a bit of a head start like your own property you've got some cash you've got some super you might be able to do it in seven to ten years if you're completely starting from absolute scratch um then it may take you 10 to 15 years 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and what we've done is we've kind of said, all right, what is the safest, fastest, most guaranteed, sure way of nailing the numbers where you need to put in very little work, you have very little stress, and you don't have to sacrifice on your lifestyle. You don't have to pull. So we've, we've designed it for that. So some people want results quicker than that and are willing to put in like all this work and take on enormous amounts of risks and, you know, risk the 100, 200 grand in cash on a, on a deal that may work, may not work. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't like to help people with that. And I'll tell you why, because it is actually risky and it is a 50-50 proposition. And I don't want to help 100 people do something that's got a 50-50 proposition because, you know, you, you know, like you go to these courses and people tell you, oh, it's so easy. They give you, oh, it's so easy. You pay three grand, you, you do the boot camp, and then you go, this is not as easy as what I thought. So um, what we've built is something more for that 95% of people. Okay. Which is, which is you know, no risk. People go, Scott, how can you say it's no risk? It is no risk. It's, it's no risk. Like... Name me one person that regrets buying a property 20 years ago in any decent area. I mean, if you bought in a a mining town, yeah, you probably regret it. But anyone that bought a home to live in, in Melbourne or Sydney or Brisbane or any of those places, like no one, no one regrets that. So the risk is very small. Mm. I mean, then people go, well, what about the cash flow risk? Well, we've got special ways of ensuring that people don't have cash flow risk. Like there's no risk. So People That's probably beat me up. Oh, yeah, there's always a risk. <laughs> Tell you what the risk is. The risk is, while you're mumbling and groaning, is the risk is, is that you're going to be on a pension, dude. Like, you're going to be screwed. So, and then, like, all of your, you know, wisdom and comments and whatever are going to mean nothing. When you're mm-hmm. 65, and you're dead broke, and you're actually completely irrelevant. You've got health problems. You can no longer work. No one wants to hire you. And, you know, you give nothing to your kids. You give nothing to no one around you. In fact, you've got to put your hand out. And then the one house that you did buy, you've got to sell it to get a ticket at some government retirement home where someone's going to come in the middle of the night and probably beat you up and abuse you, you know, throw you in a cold shower, you know, because they don't like you because you're a grumpy old, you know, grumpy old bastard. So You're painting a very intense picture there. Yeah, I don't want that nobody to listening <laughs> is going to ever be that. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that. But, but you know, like, um, you know, I, I, I think that retiring at fifty-five or sixty-five on twenty to thirty grand a year, um, you probably have a better life being in prison. You know, so there's a lot of pain out there. You know, all the old people that are in that situation, we never see them. You know, people, you know, our age, younger. We don't see them. We don't see the people no. in the hospitals. We don't see the people in the retirement homes. But, you know, through my church and stuff, I mean, you, you go out and you, and you meet these, you see all these like incredible souls that have had incredible lives. And then the last 20, 30 years of their life is in some retirement home. Mm. Come on. You know, so um, 80% of people wind up like that. And that's, we don't talk about that because, you know, like it's, it's, it's not popular to talk about, all right, our hospitals are full of people. They got cancer. They're dying. Our retirement homes are full of old people, full of regret, broke, mm-hmm. dying, irrelevant, lonely. And um, the chances are, well, 80%, 80, well, the statistics say 80, 80% of people are going to wind up right there. Yeah. So that's where I get my inspiration to do like what I do. So, 
um, what keeps me going is just knowing that there is a brick wall waiting for people in the future that if they don't invest, they're going to run into it. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, your finances, like you can't just wake up one day and turn it around. Your finances take 10 years to turn around. So, yeah. And you're not you going to win like lotto. You're not going to. You start spending that oil tanker, it doesn't just yeah. turn around right away. Mm-hmm. So people, got, people have to, anyone watching this now, like I would say, like take it as a friendly advice, like, but it's a warning if, if, if you've spent the last five, 10 years procrastinating, not saving money, not investing, not getting educated, not doing anything, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure the people watching this are not in that category. Cause if you're watching this, you're already on that journey. So I'm probably more talking to the people that will never, ever watch this. Um, right, you're giving them some things to relay to their friends and family. <laughs> you pass it on, but you know, you pass it on and they'll just, they'll just go, Oh, there's John again thinking he's going to be a big financially free guy. <laughs> what a wanker. So, you know, we'll see who the wanker is going to be 10 years from now. No, definitely. Okay. So I know that you're a southerner, but you do, um, you have worked with properties in Queensland. Do you have any specific thoughts about the market in Brisbane, Queensland? Is there yeah, like Brisbane, certain areas that you, oh, well, well, number one, Queensland is probably like the most beautiful place in the whole entire planet. And the we'll world's only it. starting. Sorry? We'll take it. Yeah, I think the world's only starting to find out. I have no idea how Melbourne keeps winning this best city thing. And and um, it's probably because all the journos live down there, you know. But, <laughs> but like Brisbane is incredible. We've got the Queen's Wharf development coming. It's going to really put it on the map as a, a globally iconic, iconic property. Um, you know, a development going on there. Um, the people there are fantastic. All the development, the the the, the wharves down there, being all redevelopment, the nightlife there. Mm-hmm. The people are great. The restaurants and everything. Um, the, the, the culture, the cultural diversity, is is really starting um, to bloom. The access to beaches, the access to like farm and then city, it's it's incredible. The lifestyle in terms of the the traffic, not as much mm-hmm. traffic. No, you know, not. the infrastructure, the tunnels, you know, you guys had a really tough leader in there 10, 15 years ago that, um, you know, had a huge vision and battled so hard to get all that infrastructure in. Yeah. And um, it's a clean, beautiful environment. The economy's strong. The property prices right now, people are going to look back 10, 15 years and think, wow, I didn't buy in Queensland when I could, I didn't buy in Brisbane when I could get a property for like five, 600 K. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. Queensland's insane. Best beaches, best people. Um, the property prices are ridiculously cheap. Um, and the upside potential on it is incredible. You know, Brisbane Airport now has the new, air, the, the, the new runway going in. You know, direct flights into London. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the Chinese are going to be coming back and forth for the new casino that's there. That's going to bring in so much money. And um, I think the upside potential on, on Brisbane is it, it leaves, it leaves, look, it leaves Melbourne for dead. Mm-hmm. You know, Melbourne's got education and a few things going for it. It leaves Sydney for dead, dead. I mean, Sydney's a beautiful city. The beaches, I mean, yeah, it's hard to definitely. compete with Sydney. You know, it's a bit of a financial hub here in Sydney mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, take, take a look at Sydney, you know, like <laughs> it's incredible. So we're here at Barangaroo. You can see like, um, oh, yep. like it's pretty hard. It is hard to compete with that. Sorry, sorry, Brisbane. I don't know. But I can I, see the river from here. It's very brown. 
<laughs> Very oh, majestic and brown. I can see everything. <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a good view there. So, um, yes. Brisbane's ridiculous. I, I've got um, two homes that are just completing construction in Brisbane mm-hmm. at the moment. One in Algesta and one okay. in Boondall. Yep. And, and, and they're, they're absolutely fantastic. I had another one just completed in um, McDowell, a four-bedroom townhome. Mm-hmm. You guys have a wonderful developer developer up there called Azure. Any of your guys that are looking at developing or anything like that, like Sunland Group, Azure, like these guys, mm-hmm. absolutely yep. killing yep. it. The architecture, the design. Yeah. So yeah, and I think that you guys, um, the the design of the properties that are starting to start appearing out there as well, uh, is incredible. But I I I, I love Brisbane. I'd love Brisbane. I'd buy the whole of Brisbane if I could. <laughs> Work. We like how much you love the city, but don't come and buy everything. <laughs> we don't, don't need a, a new overlord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so if people want to uh, speak with you, talk with you about the things that you have discussed today, how can they find you? How can they connect with you? Um, yeah, good question. I mean, you know, we, we run like a, a live stream. So we've got like this live stream. We run it live. We do it a couple of times a week and it's just a conversation around like it, we've designed this live stream to give people education, but also to really challenge people um, as to where they are. So if you are looking to have a great conversation about your finances, your money, about property, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people that love data, love engaging with Liana on the live stream because you know, she's a, she's a data scientist. We share like where, where we're buying, where we're not buying, um, you know, it's two hours. Uh, we go through a lot of graphs and charts. We're constantly breaking down. We even look at some media articles and we, we tear them apart. We look at, you know, where's the truth in it, where is not the truth. So um, people, people really enjoy it. You know, we, we probably speak to three or 4,000 people a month um, that, that, that jump on that. So people could just, I guess, go to our website and they could. Okay. I'll there. put that in the show notes and anyone can then find you. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. Oh, excellent. Thank you for your time today, Scott. Nice meeting you. Thanks for your time. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you would like to see this product in action, please head over to the Urban Planners Queensland YouTube channel. Links are in the episode notes, or you can find the recordings by visiting upqld.com.au. That is upqld.com.au.